Hi guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Is it on? Sorry, I've had my laptop for like four or five years now, and so sometimes it just likes to be a little tricky with me. So I clicked the button, but then it froze, and I was like, oh no. Anyway, hi guys, Morgan here, welcoming you to another episode of Joy and Hope. I really wanted to talk today about something that, quite frankly, I think is scary as hell. Not because I'm using hell as a swear or a cuss word, but saying hell as in a real place a place where we go if we choose to go there, if we spend our lives not loving God, serving his church that he has left us and founded, and not doing good works. So hell should scare us because hell is going to last forever, just like heaven. And when we die, eventually, at the end of time, we will all end up in one of those places. And it has been revealed that more people will be in hell. There's a reason that Jesus says the gate to heaven is narrow. It's not easy. And it takes a lot more than being just a good person to get to heaven. At least the eyes of the world that say what a good person is, maybe that you're just nice. It's not enough just to be a nice person or a good person. And it's not about tolerating people either. Like, okay, you do that. I know it's wrong, but If that works for you, you do you. I'm going to live my life. Good luck with that. No hard feelings. I was on a retreat one time where one of the guys presenting was like, we are literally going to tolerate people to hell because we're not standing up for the truth and telling them what they're doing is wrong in a way that is loving and kind and like, hey, I care about you. If we keep living like that, Even if we don't end up in hell, there might be a lot of people in our families who end up there. We might have friends who end up there. Other people that we encounter every day might end up there just because we were too afraid to stand up for the truth. And hell lasts forever. And that's really scary. And we should be very scared of going there. We should live our lives in a spirit of love of God But sometimes in order to do the right thing, maybe the first thing that is going to come to our mind is, I don't want to go to hell. Therefore, I'm not going to do that thing. That's not a bad reason, but the goal is that as we increase in love of God and in the spiritual life, that eventually it's not going to be for that reason alone that I do the right thing, but because I want to go to heaven, because I want to love God and give him the glory that is due him and to be happy forever in doing the right thing and then ending up in heaven. All of that to say, heaven or hell, it's where we are all ultimately destined. 
and what I would like to talk a little bit about today because we're coming up on the end of the church year and today the readings at mass were about the end of the world. The gospel was taken from the gospel of Luke chapter 21 verses 5 through 19 and the first reading at mass was from the book of Malachi chapter 3 verses 19 and 20. And it was talking about the end of the world. And during his homily, our priest was talking about that. And he used some really colorful language that put a very frightening image of hell in my mind, and I'm sure in other members of the congregation's minds. And even though he had, a, had an amazing homily, great points, different things like that, I just really wanted to give a witness to the hope of the second coming. Because if you read the gospel from today and the first reading, the language is colorful in the sense that it's frightening. It's talking about fire. It's talking about famine. It's talking about people turning to stubble, like things that are quite frankly, scary as hell because hell is terrifying. And these things are terrifying. And even though it's good and it's necessary to think about those things because they are going to happen. I had another priest one time give an amazing analogy of what the second coming should look like for those of us who are truly striving, who are truly hoping and praying to live in a way that when the second coming of Christ does come, when the end of the world does come, we won't be afraid. We won't be like in the prophet um, Malachi's book this morning in Mass. We won't be the people who are turned to stubble, but who fear the name of the Lord and who for them will arise the sun of justice with its healing rays. The image I get there is that in the second coming, if Christ is like a fire, then anyone who has not loved him will be burned by his love and not able to handle it. They're the ones who will turn to stubble. Whereas those who have tried to love him and increase his love in their hearts will be so firm and so aflame with that love already that the fire will not burn them, but heal them and remove any part of them that is not of Christ so that they can entirely be filled with his fire, his love. It'll be a healing fire, a good fire. Um, and so the priest that I was talking about who gave a really good analogy for the hope of this, in addition to those words of hope at the end of the prophet Malachi's passage today, he was likening it to those videos that you might see online of military men and women coming home from long periods of active duty and being embraced by their children. I'm sure we've all seen those videos before. If not, you can easily just X out of this video and go search on YouTube, military man or military woman reunites with child. Because, oh my goodness, those videos are so moving. Because you know that father or that mother has been apart from that child for so long, or maybe has never even met that child before. Maybe the child was born while they were um, overseas or in active service. And so in the video, you see this excitement building on the child's face, or maybe better yet, this might even be more comparable to the coming of Christ. We don't know when Christ is coming. We know that he's coming home, but we don't know when. 
And so in some of the videos, the child might just be at a school assembly or they might be somewhere just living their life, you know, everyday life, living their best life. And as we all should be as Christians and all of a sudden out of nowhere, the father emerges or the mother emerges and the look on the child's face is pure joy. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. And they run. They always run. They always run to the father. They run to the mother and embrace them. And it's beautiful and it's beloved. And that is how the priest I heard one time likened the second coming of Christ to those of us who love him and those of us who seek to be reunited with him and to live our best lives for him every day. We shouldn't be afraid of his coming. We shouldn't be afraid of the fire. We should be so excited and so, so much longing for the Lord to return that whether we expect him to come or not the day he comes, we can just look to him in pure love and be like, Jesus, and just run to him, run to him. While even though it might be terrifying around us, people being burned up or alive or falling to dust that we know Christ. We'll know Christ and we'll know his love because we will already have experienced that. And we will just run to him with no fear, just pure love, arms open wide. Jesus, you're back. You're here like I've been waiting for you. And to just really take that image to prayer today, especially if you've ever been afraid of the end of the world or afraid of anything or afraid of going to Christ. Maybe even, maybe you haven't even thought about the end of the world, but maybe you're just scared to have a relationship with Jesus. Or maybe you don't know what that looks like. Maybe you see other people in your lives running to mass or running to adoration or running to prayer, running to reading scripture or talking about Jesus. And maybe that just scares you. Maybe for you, those things are as scary as the concept of hell. And you just don't know what that's going to look like if you embrace Jesus and love him and say yes to him in your life now. But I promise you, just like that child ran to their father, ran to their mother with no fear, with no hesitation, just out of pure love. That is how the Father is inviting you to come to him today. Because whether you've ever been told this or not, you are his beloved son. You are his beloved daughter. God doesn't create every single person possible. But he created you. And that means you have a purpose and you have a plan. And that you are infinitely loved by him. And that there is nothing that you can do to make him love you more or make him love you less. God's love is constant, no matter what. So I invite you today, run to him and pray with this image, whether you want to pray where you are right now, whether you want to go before Jesus, truly present in the blessed sacrament, in a tabernacle, in a church, whether you want to pray in a church or whether you have the ability to pray in his presence in an adoration chapel, which I really encourage you to do. May love for him and the blessed sacrament spread throughout the world day by day as Pope Benedict. Sorry, I lost in my own thoughts. 
run to him because he is waiting for you, waiting for you and longing for you. And may every day we only be filled with more joy and more hope, looking forward to his second coming and the end of the world, knowing that only then will true happiness, lasting happiness come for us. And for now, just run to him day by day, moment by moment, little by little. God bless you all. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.